Bowl presented by Crow's Claw. Coach JT Cruz and the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. They're going for a field goal attempt of 44 yards on fourth down and four to start quarter number four. Try to make it an even seven point margin. Ball will be snapped and spotted on the right hash mark. Snap down. The hold is good. Kick is up. It has plenty of distance, and it is no good. Wide right. That had more than enough distance, but the hash mark did not cooperate, and so it will stay in the 11-7 margin between Heritage and Jefferson Forest as the JF Cavaliers hold a narrow lead five seconds into this fourth quarter. Yeah, again, uh, great, great attempt right there. That was a great attempt. Uh, uh, McClendon right there. He had the distance. He just pushed it a little bit, a little bit off uh, outside the, the upright, costing him three points. And now it's back on the defense, not the back of the defense right here to step up and try to slow down these pioneers. Cam McClendon's four of six on the year on field goals. Both misses from 45 yards, and neither one of them were short misses. He's got the leg. There's got to be a preferred hash mark or maybe the middle of the field to try that instead. Alas, it's no good, so Aiden Slash and Heritage take over at their own 20, down by four. Quick throw over to the right side, stiff arm at the 20, breaking a tackle 25, staying on his feet past the 30 and up past the 35 to the 36 as Tavian Clark collects that yardage. I'll say he stepped out at the 35, but still a good run there after the catch for Tavian Clark, and now he is down, and we will take that injury timeout with the officials and the Heritage Pioneers. It's an official's timeout, 14 seconds into the fourth quarter, JF 11, Heritage 7. This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by TrostWall.com. For many personal injury victims, the accident is just the start of the physical and emotional hardship. That's why Trost Law will advocate for you to get you the resolution you deserve. Hi, I'm Randy Trost. As one of Virginia's leading personal injury law firms, we are well-resourced and have decades of experience to guide you throughout the legal process. We'll work to get you the compensation and outcome you and your family deserve. So call us at 777-HURT and visit TrostLaw.com for an advocate that'll be there for you. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. Tavian Clark walks off with a little bit of assistance from the trainers, but mostly under his own power. So Heritage will have it after the 15-yard pitching catch to Tavian Clark at their own 35, trailing Jefferson Forest 11-7, 11.46 to go in the fourth quarter. Defensive slugfest here, old school football field of this one. Shotgun snap, Aiden Slash, lateral pass to the far side. Marquise White hit it the 30. He's pushed back out of bounds. They'll give him forward progress to the 30, but still a loss of five on a lateral pass back to Marquise White, and it's a loss of five to set up second and 15. Yeah, that right there was a great job defensively. Keith had it started because he read that right away, was getting out there to the outside, forcing him to go a little bit deeper to try to get around, and that brought the – a linebacker's in corner up for a big, big hit on the receiver, on the running back out of the backfield. They'll actually say out of bounds at the 28 or forward progress stop there. So it's a seven-yard loss, making it second and 17 for the Heritage High School Pioneers. They're at JF trailing 11-7, to seven, uh, less than a minute into the fourth quarter of Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by TrostLaw.com. With the coach, Rick Kennedy, I'm Ed Lane. Both teams undefeated on the year. 2-0 Heritage. They had the quirky week two by Jefferson Forest, 3-0. and zero. 
as we're in the start of Seminole District play for all the teams around the Seminole District. One receiver to the left, three to the wide right. Shotgun snap from Slash, takes it, drops back, floats it across the middle. Diving attempt made, and it looks like it's pulled in. It is at the 46-yard line, and it's a first down, and that's going to be one of those that really gives you a level of frustration if you're Brian Burford, the offensive coordinator, because on second and 17, Heritage able to move the chains. Yeah, and what they did, they ran trips out here to the wide side. They had their best receiver. On the backside, he ran a skinny post right there and got inside the corner, and the quarterback made a great throw, good throw and catch right there for the Pioneers. 11-11 on the scoreboard. 11-7 is the score. Heritage trailing at Jefferson Forest, but they are a couple of yards away from midfield. Fresh set of downs for them. They're trying to get to the impact church in zone for the second time this evening. Aiden Slash, shotgun snap, tries to go left. He's bottled up, nowhere to go. Looked like Wrigley Colling was there for Jefferson Forest to bring him down. Devin Parks also in on the stop. Second and 10 coming up. Yeah, great read by Parks right there, coming out of the middle right now. And it was a it was a zone read. Quarterback pulled it right there, and Parks was right there reading that the whole way. Cut him down right on the line of scrimmage for no gain. One receiver to the left, one now, two, three to the right, the wide side for Heritage. Facing a four-man front for the Cavaliers. Three bunched up and then one way off the right side. Quick run to the left side, Aiden Slash tries to turn the corner, 50. He follows blockers and ushered out of bounds at about the 46. Game of six, third and four coming up for Heritage. Yeah, six-yard run right there. That was a quarterback keeper all the way. And they ran that back to the to the uh, short side of the field. Uh, and they had uh, enough blocking out there to get him a, a good positive run of six, almost seven yards on that. Josiah Bell coming in for Solomon Alexis on the JF substitution. A couple of other Cavaliers dropping off on a line change as well. Third and four for Heritage. Probably four down territory trailing at JF 11 to seven. Alexis or slash shotgun snap quick throw over to the left side. Good job to sky and bring that ball in is Emery Kelso. The six foot 180 pound junior needed all of his frame to hold that ball and bring it in at about the 41. It's enough for a heritage first down. Yeah. Great job right there. And all he ran, he ran a little stick route about six yards just past the, the first down marker. And he was able to catch that, go up high and catch that and come down and get the first down for the Pioneers. It's weird because there's 10 minutes left in the game, actually 9.50, but it feels like this thing could go really quickly just given the slower methodical pace. Slash, shotgun snap, pump fake, running left. Now steps out of bounds, and that's not one of his better decisions. The sophomore steps out of the 44, loses three when it's just a quick flick of the wrist. Could send that ball into the Heritage bench and save him three yards. Well, I tell you what, they were they were running a stop and go with Emery Kelso, who they just threw that to, and they were trying to fool the corner into coming up and biting on that. But they did a good job. The safety got over the top, and they read that play perfect to keep that from being a big throw right there on the stop and go. Four receivers set on second down and thirteen for Heritage. They'll snap it from the JF forty-four on the left hash mark. Four-man Cavalier front. They're bringing one extra linebacker off the blitz. Quick throw across the middle. Bubbled and dropped. That throw may have been slightly rushed because of the pressure that was coming from Wrigley Colling, and it was incomplete intended for Tavian Clark on a quick in-breaking route. It'll bring up third and 13. Well, I tell you, they had, they had, he had him in the, in the slot right there. He was coming across, dragging across about 
about tw- uh, eight to ten yards deep, and he was open, and the throw was off, and that's what caused uh, the incompletion on that. Clock is now stagnant, 8.57 to go in the fourth quarter. JF 11, Heritage 7, big third down and potentially fourth down coming up. Third and 13 for Heritage, ball at the Jefferson Forest, 44. They need to get to the Cavalier, 31. Left hash, shotgun snap to Slash. Steps up, under duress, floats it toward the left side and is caught but out of bounds. Incomplete on the far side. Marquise White had it pulled in, but a good job by the JF Cavalier defenders to use that sideline as an extra defender. Colling and Bell were in coverage there, and they understood the sideline was a third defender, and it brings up fourth and 14. Wow, what a break right there. He was open. He was basically his little corner route, uh, and the quarterback overthrew it into the, into the sideline, and he was not able to bring it down. And here we are sitting at fourth and 13, and the Pioneers are not backing down. Cavaliers and Pioneers locked into a grunge match. Nobody has scored in the second half. Heritage wants to change that. The Cavaliers would like to keep it that way. Timeout, first one taken by Heritage this half. We will take it with them. 11-7, to and a big fourth down coming up. Can JF cling to the lead, or can Heritage keep marching toward the Impact Church end zone? This is JF Football, presented by TrojanLaw.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. Fourth down and 13 to go. We saw Heritage on this drive, in fact, convert a second and 17, so we know they can convert a long down and distance. What do they dial up out of their first timeout spent in the fourth quarter? 11 to 7, they trail at JF, 8.51 to go. Shotgun snap, Aiden Slash takes it. Three-man rush, steps up in the pocket. He's under duress, rolls to the left side, takes off, but all he can do is lunge to the 40-yard line. It doesn't matter how far he reached unless he has an ability to spring forward nine yards while falling down, which he does not. It is a turnover on downs. Wow, great job defensively right there. They went ahead, JF went ahead and, and loosened up a little bit, dropped those linebackers. I really only had the, the front four coming, and the quarterback went ahead and some, felt some pressure and tried to run it out to the sideline. But, again, it was a great job of pursuit, cut off his angle. He had to make a dive for it. He was not long enough to get to that first down. The JF Cavaliers wanted to show they could be in a game like this and hang with the top team in the Seminole District. Heritage and LCA and Glass are all of that caliber. They've shown that part. Now they need to show they can finish the job holding an 11-7 lead after the turnover on downs and the ball 51 yards, 59 yards from the impact church end zone. Pitch off the left side. It looks like it's Williams. He's got it. Spins back to the line of scrimmage. That's a slow developing play for no yardage. Maybe a yard if that's what they're feeling generous enough to give. We'll say it's second and nine coming up. That's a bit of a generous spot for JF. Well, in the situation now with, with, those, with the rocket sweeps is – the safeties are only playing literally about six or seven yards off the line of scrimmage. They, they're reading that right away because JF's not throwing the football. So they have those safeties moved up almost to linebacker depth 
and they're just coming up the field so fast right there, stretching that out. And, and that's what the issue's been for them getting outside. A Cavalier, excuse me, a Heritage Pioneer is down. Tavian Clark looking for some medical attention. Now he's being helped up by his teammates. Training staff coming off to attend to him. This is an injury timeout. But from the looks of it, Coach, it doesn't look like this will be all that long-lasting. Now, now he, he just wanted to get an extra stretch. Uh, maybe he was starting to feel a little bit of cramping right there. But as soon as he went down on the ground – the officials had to call that for an injury. Our Black Goose Chimney Service game time temperature was 73 degrees. However, it is a reminder that winter is not far away, and when that time comes, you don't want to be too late to use that fireplace. Make sure you contact Black Goose Chimney Service and visit blackgoose.net to make sure your chimneys are cleaned and safe so you can have a nice toasty fire when it actually does get cold. Second down and eight, Jefferson Forest at their own 43-yard line. Ball on the left dash. Calkins in motion from right to left instead of to hand off Williams. Left side 45 past the 50 in the heritage territory. And most importantly for the JF Cavaliers, it moves the chains as he gets down. Damian Williams does to the Pioneer 48. Great job right there coming back to the wing counter. And they've had they've had some uh, mixed success with that. They've had some big plays for first downs, but they've also had where Jay, uh, the Pioneers have cut that play down. But that time they did not read it. And he had a running lane that he was able to cut through for the first down. And what they want to do is they want to keep this clock running now. They put together a few more sets of first downs, and they're going to end up running Heritage out, out of time. One receiver to the left, two to the wide right for Jefferson Forest. First down and 10 from the Pioneer, 48. Calkins in motion, and he gets it off a right side handoff. Stiff arms a man at the 48, down to the 47. That's it. Forward progress is thwarted right there. It's only a gain of one for second and nine coming up. Yeah, short little gain right there. Good job by number three for Heritage. Uh, Quintez Petty right there. He, he did a great job holding his ground, uh, taking on the, the pulling guard and the tackle, uh, almost like a little uh, wrap back play right there. And he did a good job holding his ground, making that short tackle. Second down and nine on the way for Harry for Jefferson Forest at the Heritage 47. Ball spotted below the Sabre Swords crossing on the left hash mark. Josiah Bell facing a six-man front. Shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. Past the 45, and he plows his way inside the 40 to the 39. Carrying a pioneer defender, the inside linebacker, Zade Holloway, brought him down, but that's a good run by Josiah Bell. And if you're JF, you'll take it. It's a manageable third and about two. Yeah, great run right there. Now, they're, they're right here on this stick. They got two downs to go about a yard and a half right now, and that'll add another set of downs. And Heritage is really going to start having to stare down this clock right here. But JF needs to get another big first down right here. One, right. Re one receiver to each side. Third and two snap coming up. Bell, he'll plow his way for a first down. And as soon as he gets to the 37 where he would clench a first down, he turns his back, cradles, and protects the ball while backing down on the left hash mark to the 36. He's brought down there. Those chains will get moving closer to the impact church end zone, as do the Cavaliers. And the clock ticks inside six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Well, and here's the thing right now. I mean, uh, JF is determined to run the football, and the Pioneers are determined to put about nine guys in the box because they know JF just wants to run the football. And the Cavaliers aiming to milk as much time and maybe get a trip to the impact church end zone as well. 
Shotgun snap coming from Josiah Bell or to Josiah Bell. Misdirection handoff to Williams. Stops 35. He's hit right there and brought down. Damian Williams gains about two as Zade Holloway. Good tackle of Williams. And the clock will move. And it'll be second and about eight coming up. Yeah, came right back with uh, the play. They just ran a few few uh, plays ago, and that's the the, the uh, wing counter right there. Again, it's a misdirection. They have the three receivers to the wide side right there. They're like running that thing back to the weak side uh, with the counter motion. Cam McClendon split wide to the right. Sam Hammersmith in the slot to the left. Possibly also because they're really good blocking wide receivers as Calkins in motion from left to right. Bell keeps it himself, drops his shoulder in the 30, lunges down to the 27. On the left dash, Mark needed eight, gained seven. And, I mean, if you could draw it up almost as well as possible for JF, you don't get a lot on first down, but you get into these very manageable third downs, which creates multiple opportunities. And even more importantly, and this is a factor, a chance to milk this clock, as it goes inside the 4.30 mark of the fourth quarter. Well, again, they're, they're third and two right here now. This, this is a big play right here. They want to go ahead and get this first down right here. They don't want to put themselves in a fourth down. But look at the Pioneers packed in the box right here. They got seven guys on the line right there. Snap. Bell keeps it himself. Plunges down to the 25. He's got the first down as he followed center Brighton with and left guard Tyrese Calloway who are making a case themselves to be your FYAA offensive players of the game, the way they have been blocking and helping control the game on the ground this evening. Well, I tell you what, it's been, uh, if you're a Cavaliers fan, it's been a long time since you've seen the Cavaliers front line, offensive line, be able to control uh, a heritage defensive front. And that is something they have done to this point. For JF, obviously you want to continue doing that, as the clock goes under 3.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Both teams with two timeouts. JF the ball and an 11-7 lead. Counter misdirection give Williams. Cuts by a man at the 25. Stays on his feet Damian and inbounds astutely as he's brought down around the 20. Game of five. And Heritage is going to burn their second timeout, which we will take with them. 3.30 to go in the fourth quarter. JF 11, Heritage 7. This is Jefferson Forrest, Cavalier Football, presented by Trostlaw.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Check out their large variety menus such as mouth-watering Angus beef burgers, flatbreads, skillets, salads, and so much more. There's something on the menu for everyone. Browse the full menu, then place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 193.99 Forest Road in Lynchburg. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. Josiah Bell on the QB keeper coming out of the second call timeout by Heritage, and it'll set up a third and four for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. Interesting strategy, though, for Bell. He got to the middle of the field and got down. Obviously, you keep the clock going, but the other interesting part is 
Is that an insurance ploy, if you will, on Coach Walk JT Cruz of the Heritage of JF? Because the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers have an 11 to 7 lead. We know Cam McClendon can make field goals. And if you run it up the middle and do not move the sticks for a first down, it sets up a more manageable field goal attempt. Yep. Just, just a bit of food for thought here with third down coming up. Timeout now called by JF, which they did waited until the play clock went as far as possible and down to the 241 mark of the first of the fourth quarter. So we'll ask that question, Coach. After that run from Josiah Bell, from my perspective, it looked like that was almost it had multiple purposes. You wanted to get positive yards, he got a couple of yards. It put them in the middle of the field so they're not in danger of running out of bounds if the run design stays that way. But also, it makes a more manageable field goal if you attempt that because you can't get a uh, a big uh, can't get a first down after this third down snap. Well, and here's the issue right now. Heritage has one timeout left right here. Uh, I think if JF can get this first down, uh, they're going to have an opportunity to, to run the clock out. Uh, it's going to be that close. Uh, so this play is huge right here, uh, depending on what they're going to do and if they are going to, if it does go to a fourth, if they are going to kick it. The way the math works, they could get a first down and theoretically do just that, although Heritage, I believe, with one timeout left. So they have got something to use. Bell, shotgun snap, plows his way close toward the first down marker. Extra effort. He's got it. Josiah Bell kept his big, thick legs churning from the 16 down to the 14, and it's enough for a JF first down. Wow. I, so they had him stopped and stuck right on right on about the first down marker. I thought it was going to be a little bit short, and I thought the officials were getting ready to blow the whistle, and all of a sudden you start to see the pile, and everybody start pushing forward again, and they get another three yards. And now it looks like Heritage will, will they spend their time out right now? No, they will not. So because of this, JF has one timeout, but more notably, the Heritage Pioneers have one. Do you guys see a spot where, and we've seen this before, you don't want to give up a touchdown because you need two scores, but if JF starts breaking free, the, the Pioneers almost push them into the end zone to just try to get the ball back and hope you can score and get an onside kick. Give Williams off the left side. He'll keep it himself. Stays in bounds at the 10. He's picked up by two Pioneer defenders and then... <laughs> Brought down by his own JF offensive lineman who basically want him to get down as soon as possible to risk a avoid a fumble risk. Wow. And, and what happened is now somebody's injured for the Pioneers and now, I mean, for the Cavaliers, and now that's going to stop the clock. It does temporarily. And it is Wrigley Colling who is getting helped over to the sideline. And I mean, it's amazing because he's limping off, kind of knowing if he stays down too long, it'll force a timeout. And that's the last thing you want if you're JF, because instead you'd rather be able to keep this clock moving as it will go inside two minutes. By the way, a reminder, life doesn't give you a two-minute warning, which is why a term life insurance policy from Andy Matthews of the Andy Matthews Insurance Agency on Timberlake Road in Lynchburg or in Madison Heights, just over the Route 29 bridge, is worth your consideration. The James River Bridge on Route 29 near specialty exterminating shotgun snap coming up and it is taken over off the right side bell stops at the five plows his way inside the five bell. to about the four With yard the line yard and it depends line, on the spot whether it's a first down or not and now if you're jf you can and focus on just a qb lunge to bleed the remainder of this clock 
Well, I tell you what, I'm really surprised that the Pioneers have not stopped this right here. Uh, they have to stop right here and use one of their timeouts. They're going to end up running this clock all the way down, and I feel like they're going to run out of time, and they're going to not use it. Clock will go inside a minute. Cavaliers are huddled up right now. Heritage, they need a stop one way or the other to just prevent the game from going further. And if you're JF, it's in that weird spot where you almost don't want to get into the impact church end zone because you don't want to give any time left to Heritage. Time goes down, down, down. Timeout call with 44 ticks remaining on the clock. We'll take it with them. 11 to 7. JF the lead over Heritage. This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by Trostalaw.com. At Bank of the James, we've built a reputation of serving for good. We support over 250 organizations and nonprofits with a focused eye on youth enrichment, education, and arts and culture. Imagine a community bank that actually supports our community. Bank of the James, with 20 locations in Central and Western Virginia. Come see us in your neighborhood and at bankofthejames.bank. Bank of the James, where community and banking come together for good. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. So here we are. It's 11-7 Jefferson Forest over Heritage. Nobody has gotten into the impact church end zone or, frankly, even on the scoreboard here in the second half. Third and one coming up for JF. If they get it, they'll ice the game. 44 seconds to go. Bell, snap, plows his way forward down to the two-yard line, and that will do it. No timeouts left for the Heritage Pioneers, and the Cavaliers did not get into the impact church end zone on purpose. Bell goes off the left side of the line, fell down at the two to allow the final 33 ticks to whittle away off of the Sabre Stadium scoreboard and a sweet victory formation coming up for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. Wow, what a great job all together, all around, offensively, defensively, uh, not giving up any turnovers themselves, uh, getting first downs when they had to get them. Josiah Bell and the Cavalier offensive line. This is big boy football. Bell gets ready for the snap. Does he have to take it? He does not with two, with one, with zero. That will do it. It was an old school defensive slugfest type of a game. And now we're waiting for the formalities to see if it's officially over. Do they have to run one more play? They run it down to one second remaining. And now they'll have to take the obligatory kneel down. A delay of game backs it up, and no real effort coming. Bell right into the turf, and the JF Cavaliers get a huge district opening win against the Heritage Pioneers, and you can hear the roar of the Sabre Stadium crowd. It was not exactly pretty if you like offense, but if you like ball control offense, it was a glorious thing to watch as the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers took up the final seven minutes of the game and did not even get into the end zone, but they milked it as well as you could expect and pick up the 11-7 victory. We'll come back. We'll start to put a bow on this thing. For JF, there's a lot of positive things to discuss. Coach Kennedy and I will do that in our post-game show when we return after this. This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com. <laughs> 